I once had a friend who loved to give and receive gifts. She had a beautiful childlike spirit and she loved Christmas and at Easter time, or Pascha as we say in the Orthodox Church, she introduced me to the tradition of Easter baskets. And every year she would give me an Easter basket and it was full of all of my favorite things, including as is so often the case, lots of candy that we bought on sale because we're children of immigrants and we always love a good deal and so we're always looking for the uh, post-Easter candy sales, which start tomorrow, by the way. But she also knew I loved cheese and so she knew that that was the thing that I missed the most during Lent. So there was always plenty of cheese and plenty of chocolate and it was so tasty and it was one of my favorite Easter time traditions. And so I was thinking about this Easter basket tradition. I was thinking about gifts in general. And I was thinking about how gifts relate to sacrifices. Because as we were reading in Genesis recently, we read about Cain and Abel. And then this past week, we heard the story of Noah. And we heard about another sacrifice that was offered to God by Noah. The really perplexing thing is that in Genesis, God does not ask for any of these sacrifices. He doesn't tell Cain and Abel, hey, you need to sacrifice some stuff to me. They just thought that was a good idea on their own, so they did it. He doesn't tell Noah, you need to make a sacrifice. But there's something within us. There's something within us that compels us to do this thing, that compels us to make sacrifices. Whether that comes from a, a dark motive, perhaps, like Cain, who maybe did it out of pride, or to increase the produce of his harvest, or whether it comes from a better motivation, like Noah, who was just saved from the flood. He was just saved from the destruction of the entire world, and so probably with awe and reverence toward the awesome power of God, he makes this sacrifice and he barbecues his former roommates in the ark ever thought about that they were living peacefully together in the ark just as the animals and the humans were living very peacefully at the very beginning of creation but then noah decides to make a sacrifice and so we see throughout scripture this whole idea of sacrifice is developed and it's developed into the law that was practiced by the Jewish people, with which most of us are familiar. But then today, we have the commemoration of the Holy Cross. And we remember the event that brought this understanding of sacrifice to its fullness. And we're talking about the crucifixion. We're talking about the sacrifice that happened on the cross, which we remember today, that gave us a whole new understanding of what sacrifice is all about. Because we believe this man, Jesus Christ, was life himself, and is life himself, and is love incarnate. And so the message to us today as we ponder the cross is to remember that Sacrifice is an act of love. Sacrifice is an act of love that is a life-giving act. 
And so, as we recall all of the things that we've heard, as we've read Isaiah and we've read about how God doesn't want your sacrifices, we read or we hear in the liturgy about a sacrifice of praise. We read in Psalm 50 that a sacrifice acceptable to God is a broken spirit and a contrite heart. So therefore, we're getting the message that the sacrifice God wants is a sacrifice from within us. From within us. Yes, we can make a sacrifice with money. We can make a sacrifice with time. But the sacrifice He wants is a sacrifice from within. A sacrifice of the heart. A sacrifice of the will. A sacrifice of the will in submitting our will to God's will. So, what does that leave for you to do today? It's to, as we draw near to Holy Communion, as we continue with the bloodless sacrifice that is the Divine Liturgy and the commemoration of the sacrifice that Christ makes for us. What is there to do but to examine our consciences, to examine our lives, to ask ourselves, where has my will led me astray from the will of God? Where has my will been misaligned with the will of God? And to ask God for a spirit of repentance. I think it was the great Protestant theologian Dietrich Bonhoeffer who wrote about cheap grace. Cheap grace. And the whole point is that grace is not cheap. Grace is not cheap. The grace of God is purchased not at a discount at a post-Easter sale, but with the price of his precious blood, with the price of his human life. And so, as we ponder this great mystery, and as we thank God for giving us, in the middle of great Lent, a remembrance of the cross and of what it led to three days later, the resurrection, as we thank God for that blessing, May we also ask him for the grace to examine ourselves, to examine our lives, so that we may draw near to him who sacrificed for us that we may have life and gave us a whole new understanding that sacrifice is all about love.